0: Thank you for joining us on the first episode of Fighting Words with my good friend. Ta-da!
1: Make sure I don't, like, pick my nose or anything like that. I forget the camera's right in front of me, right?
0: Whatever. Just just, just be yourself, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I dropped my keyboard, though. All right. All right, I'm
1: All right. ready. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. No nose-picking. No nose-picking. I gotta remember, no nose-picking.
0: Or, or, or at, least, at least to a bare minimum. <laughs> yeah to to the side or something (laughs) (laughs) well dude thank you so much for joining me it's a a real pleasure to have you here yeah no it's it's my pleasure my pleasure sir all good all good so just just to just to give you guys a a brief history of how joe and i know each other um i met him at interesting um,
1: story interesting story
0: yeah evo japan 2019 yep and um at that time, I was looking for people to help promote that book over there. This one, if anyone can see it, this one, the Sekiro kind of official guide, which I kind of helped co- co-author. And uh, Joe and I just kind of immediately hit off. You know, we we. Uh, I feel like a lot of people say this about Joe, that but when people talk to you, it's like they've known you their whole life. But I I definitely oh, don't felt don't that say way. That. Don't say no, seriously, that. My seriously.
1: heart. <laughs> 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 I, no, I appreciate it. It was, it was, it was cool. It's like, it's, it's, I mean, like, I understand in the fighting game community, normally you meet people that have a lot of the same interests as you, be it, you know, games or whatever. But it just seems like it wasn't like a, uh, it wasn't only the game interest. Like, I feel like a lot of our, the way we feel about things is also very similar. Yeah. You know, it's not just like, oh, I like this and I like this. It's like, I like this and I get this feeling about it or I feel this way about a certain topic. So we actually share like a very similar, you know, thought process behind a lot of that stuff. So yeah, it was cool. It was cool for sure. I mean,
0: I feel this way about a lot of people I meet in the FGC. And I think it takes a very specific kind of combination of maybe background or history or who you are or a very specific alchemy for a person to spend so much time wanting to get good at a fighting game i think it takes yeah. a really specific type of person and um i think this is it's why one of the reasons the fgc is so closely knit
1: yeah i'm, I'm with that i'm with that. that's true it's true and there's also not like a um it's not like the biggest thing ever so we kind of need each other you know what i'm saying yeah. like we kind of need we need one another we need those relationships so
0: I totally hear you. It's still very much grassroots, despite the whole kind of eSports push and whatnot. Um, We still kind of have to look out for each other.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Um, On that topic, like, if fighting games were ever to get, I mean, I don't think they'll ever get to the level of a MOBA or even first-person shooters or whatever, but what do you think needs to be done to kind of help bring the FGC to the next level?
1: Mm. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm-mm. I think a lot of it is. It comes down to. I, don't know, I feel like there's a lot of different answers to this. One could be the accessibility to the mm-hmm. games. You know, I think one might be an accessibility thing. The other is like a. Um, is you know like people, kids, or I don't want to say kids, but people might grow up and watch watch whatever they watch Dota, they watch this, but they want to, you know, they want to be like the people that they see on the screen, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like if you're having a basketball, you know, favorite basketball player, like another favorite oh, yeah. sports player. For like a lot of people like, like, yo, I want to do that. I want to be like that. And I don't think we're maybe 80% of our events and maybe a little bit less, but excuse me, a little more, excuse me. Uh, we're, we're not portrayed in the manner where we're like, yo, like that is what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like that's where I want to be. That's what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? So that, I think it's a little bit of both things. You know what I mean? Like, I've, obviously, we have some cool people and personalities. You know, everybody thanks Jam for the raid. I saw Jam oh, just raid the chat. Sorry. Oh, jeez. Oh,
0: uh, <laughs> <yeah. uh-oh. laughs> oh, the chat's the going wild.
1: It's going wild. Oh, jeez. Oh, dear. Oh, no. Jam's <laughs> a good man. Steve is nice. honorary Long Island, by the way. He won't tell you that. But Jam oh, yeah? is honor- an honorary member of Long Island. Yeah. He won't tell you that, but it's true.
0: Interesting. Only I he? know the
1: <laughs> Where Where is he from originally? No, he, he's from California. I think okay. he's from California, but I just yeah. always, I just always tell him that he's a uh, honorary of Long Island. I'm like, oh, say jammy is from Long Island. Oh, cool. Oh, cool, cool. <laughs> a bro. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I think those are, those are a couple of things. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like we, we have a good start and, um, in some things, but I just think we're just not portrayed in, uh, in the way we don't have the grandiose limelight. But how do we get there? I mean, that's obviously a totally different conversation, I guess.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head there. I think it's really, really important, whether it's a, you know, uh, a sport or a video game. And, and I really want to kind of draw a line between sports and video games because I, I don't think they're the same. And I don't think that's, that's any hindrance or that's, that's to badmouth video games. Video games and sports are different, and that's totally fine. But back mm-hmm. to the original point, I think it's really important to have role models. I think you you hit the nail on the head there.
1: Yeah. Again, that's just my my opinion. Opinions may vary, but that was mine for sure, for sure, for sure.
0: And the other thing is, of course, I think you know I feel like with a lot of fighting games this generation, there was a, a push to kind of try and make the mechanics, the underlying mechanics, a bit more accessible, and it kind of, they, they kind of reached a middle ground where it, the games are fundamentally still too hard for the vast majority of players and the only thing that was achieved was kind of leaving a sour taste in the mouth for people who don't Insta, really appreciate yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I like, see that and, and I'm a I'm a big, I argue with my friends all the time. Like, I'm like, no, make this shit hard. Like, make it hard. <laughs> I, I argue with everybody. I'm like, no, make it hard. Make it so I can't do it. Make it so people can't do it. But if you just look at the basic numbers, you know, but you could also argue that it is because of the FTC has grown. It's not necessarily because the ease of the game, it became more accessible. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like with the the um, the movement from arcades to the home era also helped a lot as well with the, the, the growth of the community. But I do think like they're more popular now than ever, despite how hard or easy they are. You know what I'm saying? Like grand blue is going to be, is going to be a perfect, a perfect explanation of if this kind of, if it works. I mean, I don't think it doesn't work. I think it works. You know what I'm saying? But again, like you said, there has to be, the line has to be drawn so well between catering to people that want to learn and people that have been playing for a very, very, very long time. So you have to be able to exercise both brains and give people, uh, give the people that, that, that are getting into it that don't, need a very very high ceiling make them feel like that they're achieving something and getting better and also the guys that do have a higher ceiling be able to you know blow past that ceiling and keep going so there has to be a very like this is for you guys this is for you guys but there is a middle and the guys that look at how italian i am with my hands i see my hands going all over the place <laughs> the italian blood so, is surging yeah, yeah, through the italian <laughs> flapping around yeah. <laughs> so uh, then again it's going <laughs> to slowly it, it hopefully it like you know progress over the people that just started can obviously be like, you know, like they'll, they'll get it and they'll achieve their goals and so on and so forth. But yeah, it's got to be a strong line, A strong line.
0: Yeah, I mean, fighting games are hard on multiple levels, though. I mean, you, you, can, you can separate it down into what the, the whole strategic element, um, execution. I mean, let's, yeah. let's, let's, let's break this apart. I mean, something I don't want to see come back, for example, is mandatory one-frame links. I really hate that stuff. Like, I think, like, I'm just going back to like Street Fighter 4 here. And the, but what the,
1: about the, Taunt the, Jet Upper? You're a Tekken player. What about Taunt Jet Upper?
0: That's not mandatory. You don't need the Taunt <laughs> Jet Upper. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm going to eat my words a little bit here. I think, I think it's good to have a bit of variety in the, in the cast. I think it's good to have a crazy executional wall that you have to kind of put, push yourself to climb over. But I, I don't think a character's fundamental game plan should hinge
1: around something like that. You know. that's fine. I I I understand and I, I I do agree to a point. I don't think I don't think uh you should need that one particular thing in order to be good or whatever, but I do think you should be rewarded for your execution. That's why I think like that's actually why I said Tekken because like I said do you need to do Taunt jump with Brian? You don't need to, but Oh yeah! If you have the execution, you can win a game in one move. You know, like for sure. you could do it and win. You know, for sure. so oh. i i I do like that stuff being in the game, but I do agree. I don't think it should be something that's necessarily mandatory for a player to know how to do. So I'm with you on that. I guess I'm with you on that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, the thing with Brian's taunt is that there, there are several levels of difficulty and even the mm-hmm. best players won't always go for taunt jet upper because yeah. there's always a percentage you're going to drop something that difficult. Yeah. You can just do jabs or forward 214 or back four knee, especially at the wall. You don't even need to do a, a taunt jet upper at the wall. You just do back four into the, into the yeah. jet upper. It's a yeah. link. You can um, do taunt
1: 4-3, right? Taunt 4-3 yeah. works also. Yeah,
0: yeah. A, <laughs> eh, you know, you know. <laughs> um but yeah, like anything that's under 14 frames is is gonna connect. Yeah. yeah. Um but um yeah, that's that's the thing. Like just you know, I brought Street Fighter 4 as an example, and like some characters in that you had an option of doing like a two frame link yeah. for your bread and butter or a three frame link, and that was really consistent. And then if you want to squeeze a bit more damage, you can do a one-frame link. I think yeah. evil, re, evil reuse combo reads yeah. were like this. But yeah. I, I remember, like Vega, he has like his jab into a jab is a one-frame link, and it's actually a pretty mm-hmm. important part of his game plan. And yeah. it it actually turned me off playing the game a bit. Actually, really um, well, you know. At by the time Ultra came out, I was kind of feeling off Street Fighter Four anyway. Yeah. Um. On that Fair note. Enough. I mean, what are your thoughts on Street Fighter 4
1: compared to 5, actually?
0: Because I think a lot of the old, old guard would oh say 4 is better in every way.
1: I disagree. I have my issues with every, 5. Everybody's going to hate me for this. Everybody's going to hate me. Go for it. I would actually, I would at this point in my life, and again, it's like it's kind of like a timepiece. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, it's hard to say. Like, if you put both games in front of me right now, I wouldn't even recognize Street Fighter 4. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. I don't know. I only see a game. I only see one choice, not multiple choices. I only see Street Fighter Five. Um, yeah. But even thinking about it retrospectively, and thing, I think both games do have a fair amount of bullshit. But I didn't. <laughs> I just I I hated getting touched and losing. Like that used to bother the shit out of me. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. if you get knocked down, then like you, someone's jumping yeah, on yeah. my head. I don't know which way he's jumping. I the can't vortex. see. All the vortex. Yeah. And the best is, like, in the arcade or, like, especially in, uh, in Chinatown, because we used to have it in, in Chinatown Fair. You'd block one way, and I'd, I'd, I'd look, and I'd be like, yeah, it's unblockable. <laughs> oh, that, that's why I didn't block it. Yeah, it's unblockable. Well, all right, I guess it's unblockable. You know, there was just like, now, don't get me wrong. Five has a ton of bullshit. It has mm-hmm. one touch, and then you got to guess on the reset, whatever, 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 with multiple characters. I get mm-hmm. it. I get it. I understand the argument, but mm-hmm. I would just rather play Five and again in 2010. If you put them both in front of me, would I think that? I don't know. But as of right now, I would I would much rather play five. I actually don't hate five. Like a lot of people, mm. despite me not playing or competing in the game, I actually do not despise that game. I don't. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's actually where it's come from. I think it's leaps and bounds on where it came from. I still think season one is the best one, and that's not because. Of any reason of my competitive, whatever people say, well, <laughs> well you like it only because you won. <laughs> no, I, I I understand where that comes from. But I just, I liked season one a little better because it was, people didn't, we all didn't, including myself, the like the basic meta for the game wasn't really there. Mm. It wasn't like, um, I mean, yes, V trigger help, but it just felt like, it felt like more of a, fundamentally solid game. sometimes. I'm not sure mm. if this really makes sense. I hate But it. I, to hate me, it. I, just, I just picture it as being more of a fundamentally solid game. And I could just be talking out of my ass right now and just not really knowing what I'm talking about. But mm. I just, from looking back on it, that's how that game made me feel. I felt a little bit more solid, I guess-ish. I, 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 I feel like Season 1
0: was a bit more rough around the edges to the game's benefit. Because I think ever since then they've tried to chip away or carve away all kind of like right now there's there's a, there's a way to play Street Fighter Five and it's the way the developers have intended it to be played. Yeah. But but in season one, like as you know, Nash's dash was incredible and it was really unlike any other character in the game and it gave him a mm. very unique play style, a very powerful hit and run. In and out
1: kind of play yeah. style Yeah his back At, dash was mad good too Yeah yeah,
0: And and I feel like in season 2 they thought Ah oh, no we just want to make Nash Like everyone else And um, maybe I'm just salty Because I'm a Nash player And I was also <laughs> a Vega player in season 1 But I, <laughs> I But I just feel like also in season 1 Vega was a character that was based around Slipping in and out And then confirming if he got the counter hit Or not And he was a very technical character. Yeah. And then I feel in season 2 they kind of made him weaker but in a dumb way. Like he just feels <laughs> he he just feels lesser. Like I I don't know what to do with this character anymore. And I and I don't think, feel like I can ap- express myself. The only way to play the game is is this way that the developers designed yeah. for this character to be played.
1: Yeah, and and I mean I I do think the develop- I mean, I guess that's what developers do though. Like they have mm-hmm. their vision for the game. So they kind of sort of push how you want the game or how, how they would like to see the game be played, mm-hmm. I guess. Like, you know, the, um, the universal DP change is like a perfect one. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like where there was no invincible DPS, you had to use it. E- like those small little quirks like that, like really change the way you fundamentally think about the game offense and defense and fundamentally changes the way you even play certain characters so again it's like they want you to do this like they don't want you to be able to do that they want you to be able to do that so yeah Yeah. but i guess like i said that's like every game i guess for the most part
0: no i i I agree i agree i feel like the developers took a much kind of stronger hold from season two like this is the way street fighter 5 should be played and the other thing i started noticing from season two is a lot of the new dlc characters got blessed with the robbery Yeah,
1: like, I, I feel the same way. Like, I remember when other characters were coming out, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" I was like, "What is it? What, what is this?" You play what Yuria, dude. Like, yeah, they just seem no. But I mean, I'm saying prior to that, prior, like when <laughs> I was still using Nash, so I'm like, yeah. "Like, what? Why do I have this stupid shitty V trigger? Yeah. Why does everyone else get this other stuff?" Like, it kind of seemed like the other characters were much more thought out as far as their V trigger goes and their their yeah. their game plan.
0: Yeah, I I'm still kind of bummed what they did to Nash's v trigger i mean in some ways it's better you can you can get stuff off a crouching medium but i really yeah. like that it started in two frames so that yeah. when the op- when the opponent was pressuring you they actually had to think like uh he has v trigger i can't just autopilot medium to medium yeah. or whatever
1: yeah especially someone that didn't have a reversal like yeah. at least he has a way to get out of stuff like come on give me something please
0: yeah i know his his his, his defense went from bad to atrocious from season yeah. one to season two
1: poor guy yeah poor i know guy. right
0: <laughs> um but yeah it's like and I play Yurian too he's he's a really fun I think out of all the characters in, in, in Street Fighter 5 he might be the most expressive because he has the most rounded toolkit. Yeah. You can do some crazy shit with um Aegis. Mm-hmm. Um but Yurian um I feel like is kind of emblematic of in season 2 where the game's the meta started shifting towards yeah. Okay, this I agree character. with that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean what do you think about the current state of the game, where it is now, I think it flushed out pretty well. You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. took it. It took a little bit. I mean, let's. We just got to call a spade a spade, man. That game was just not handled well, and I think the the bad taste just never really left people's mouths a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, the way man. they launched the game, the way the online is, and things like that. Like it just it just got off to a very very bad start, and it didn't really. I feel like just recently it's it started to pick up more. And I, again, I could be totally wrong. I feel like again, it just recently started to get a little bit more of a of a positive feel. People are like, yo, this season's actually pretty good. There's a ton of characters, there's a lot of shit to do. It actually feels like a solid game. It wasn't just like a, oh, here you go, play this. You know what I mean? So um yeah, that that game unfortunately just got off on the wrong foot and just never really recuperated from it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it went through so many kind of controversies. I mean, first of all, it came out with a kind of a lean roster, a lot of kind of simmered down move lists yeah. and people people thought a lot of the technical issues would be just for the beta like, you know, of course um, everyone mentions Ken's hair clipping through his shoulder or whatever on the bloody yeah. character select screen, but it, it looks rough and they thought it would be sorted out, it never was and of yeah. course, top of the pile is the netcode, which is Yeah, the
1: netcode, yeah
0: yeah, The netcode is and yeah. it's kind of, <laughs> what to say about that I mean, just the fact that some guy could could fix it within two days yeah I mean, i'm i'm not a technical genius here maybe someone in the chat can help me out here but <laughs> apparently the the fix for the netcode was already in the game he literally just had to find the on switch for the to, to have the players synchronize properly and he just turned it on and you it, it begs the question why wasn't this in the game from the start yeah. because on pc like if you're playing on pc it makes a Huge difference if you have mm-hmm. this patch. I mean, I've I've quite enjoyed my games. I, I've I've been playing it the past kind of two, three weeks again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been quite enjoying my games online actually.
1: How about you, dude? I mean, I saw you been I, playing. I, it I recently. haven't really, yeah. I, I played a little bit, um, but I haven't I haven't really like I I'm I didn't mess with like the, the new patch, I didn't download mm-hmm. it, I didn't get it again for the PC. So I don't even know what the net code feels like. I really haven't played online in in, in, in a while, but I am, It. it's kind of like a good and a bad thing. You got to kind of ch- just check the silver lining of like stories like that. Like, yeah, it sucks that someone did it and it took four years, but I mean, someone did it and it should kind of wake up the developers a little bit. Like we can't release shit like this. You know, like, yeah. we just can't do that. It's just, It's just not, it's not good. It's not, <laughs> it's not a good look.
0: Well, look at Goro, right? The, the fact that it's had such yeah, a resurgence. Yeah. Just because, I mean, the game's 20 years old and it had yeah. barely any scene, but now it's kind of seen a resurgence purely because yeah. it has amazing netcode and people can actually play each other now. Yeah. Um, and I'm playing guys in, like, Chicago. I'm all the way in Japan, and the connection's pretty damn good. I mean, I play yeah, regularly cool. against this guy in Mexico, and uh, we should probably get some games in, dude.
1: I mean, we can probably get... I haven't played Goro in forever, but I would definitely play some Goro. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. My character was Freeman until so I found out he sucks. When I was yeah. like, how old is I? Twenty.
0: <laughs> yeah. Apparently he's bottom the barrel. Apparently yeah, he's he bottom sucks. the barrel. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's
1: not good. Yeah. His, not good.
0: <laughs> his his su- his supers seem rubbish. I tried to combo into them and nothing worked. Yeah.
1: yeah. He's a, he he he's not good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he's but he's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I was right? like, oh, that's Iori. I like Iori. I like edgy things but, but nah. yeah he sucks <laughs> nah, I mean
0: yeah, I, sucks. I I play rock and apparently he, he sucks too but yeah rock's
1: not great either I don't think yeah a lot a lot of people tell me
0: just just use Terry he's better yeah rock. I was gonna say
1: use Terry yeah, yeah. just use Terry yeah, yeah. I, I
0: could but I don't know I just like rock I like I like um, I like the uh, 360 it's really fun just chucking him across the side of the yeah. stage and then just yeah. doing
1: a super uh, yeah. he was my he
0: was yeah. my character in CVS 2 as well
1: I actually use him in CVS 2 as well for a little bit yeah. When the game yeah? came out, yeah. And what, what was your team in that game? I was actually never really good at CBS, dude. I was such a third strike head. Like, I didn't oh, yeah, want to yeah. play anything else. Oh, yeah. Like, when I used to go to Chinatown, it was like, I'm just going right now. But that's actually a lie. I went to Chinatown for, like, a, a plethora of different games. But when I found out how much I liked Third Strike, I didn't play anything else. Like, I didn't go there to play this oh, or play yeah. that. Like, I just played. So it kind of came at the same time. You know, that's 2001, think, Third Strike was 99. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, I was just like totally invested in Third Strike. when I was. Actually, when I was going there in 2000 and 2001, I was playing the King of Fighters.
0: Oh yeah? Actually, 98? Yeah.
1: yeah, No, I went there. Well, I played 98 prior, but when mm. I started going there, they just got 2001. Mm. So I started, I started there, and I started playing King of Fighters 2001. And then um, like everything else, On I remember when Tekken 4 came there, we played Tekken 4. Well, I remember when Soul Calibur 2 was just, I walked in there one day, and I was like, oh my god, Soul Caliber 2? That's <laughs> insane. You know, it was, it was before the incident, so you had no idea, you know what I mean? And then we played Soul Calibur 2 for a little bit, Tekken 4, and then blah blah, blah. And then I, like, I, I just so honed in on Third Strike in like the early 2000s, oh my god, I want to play anything else.
0: I hear you. I hear you. I mean, I, I was in the same boat, actually. I didn't really get into Third Strike until 2004. But, yeah. Um, and of course with the whole Evo moment 37 thing, that's what really kind of pushed me into it. But, um, I remember at the time when the choice was between third strike and CVS two, I would almost always go with third strike because I found the, the, the pacing with CVS two to be a bit glacial, a bit slow. Um, it's, it's very much a, yeah, it's a footsies based game, but it's just so, so
1: boring sometimes,
0: you know? Yeah. I,
1: I remember watching tournaments of like Sanford and who was it? Sanford and Rugal B Sanford and why can't I think not Justin I don't remember Steve H Sanford and Steve H I'm like wanting to, to drown myself in the bathroom sink I'm like dude I just want to go home like, I want to go home I don't want to watch this anymore
0: I hear you and the problem with CVS too is I feel that yeah the top tiers are so obnoxious in that game like I mean yeah. I mean, you know, we're not one to talk being Third Strike fans, but yeah. I feel like in Third Strike, you always have the power. You always have the option of of yeah, making that comeback. But okay. in CBS2, it just feels like low tier versus top tier. Oh, did something happen? We all good? Yeah. No, that bit of a blip. That bit of a blip. It feels just like CBS2. It, it just feels like mid tier even versus top tier. It's just It just feels such an uphill struggle. Even more so yeah. than... Than say, I don't know Hugo versus Chun in Third Strike.
1: That's that's a tough fight. That is a tough. But fight. you know, one parry, couple three sixties, and you're good to go. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly.
0: It's, it's all about that read. Yeah, yeah. But like going back to, to Street Fighter Five. I mean, you're right. It, it didn't come out with the best. Um, didn't come out the gate with the strongest yeah. start. And then it had the whole root kit thing, which
1: didn't. Yeah, I remember that was crazy. That was
0: insane, um, but but I feel like a lot of my issues with with, with Street Fighter Five and and the, the 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 patch is an improvement, but it doesn't really fix it. And you can especially tell with cross, it, it, it janks up crossplay. I just feel like a lot of my fundamental issues with that game are purely technical, like the fact that there's there's still so much latency, and the fact yeah. that it, that it varies in, in the middle of a match. Like it can be like six frames at the beginning of a round, and like yeah, no, frames suddenly, or yeah, yeah yeah and you can feel it in your meaties you can feel it in a dropped combo even though the combos are lenient you drop them sometimes and you're just like what yeah. did, that, why did that happen
1: you know that was weird too speaking of i don't mean to i'm not really changing the subject but remember when they they actually admitted to yeah the game is actually even purposely made with delay to make the online they like they purposely made the game with some sort of delay, I remember hearing, or something yeah. like that. Like, I, I don't so, remember, but it was bring, something like To what? bring
0: together, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. I, I heard something similar from the Tekken team, actually, with Tekken Tag 2, which had a lot of input delay. And they've been trying to dial it back ever since. But that's a terrible idea, I think. Yeah, to, right, that's not good. <laughs> like, why? I mean, the idea is is to add some... um. Input delay to offline,
1: so it kind of yeah. So it bridges the, the gap, so it feel yeah. It feels like you're playing online, not on. Fuck wants that. I don't know. Right. <laughs> it just sounds <laughs> like. i wants that? It sounds like a terrible, terrible idea. Yeah, it's, that's not a good idea.
0: But even worse, I think than, than input delay is delay that
1: varies during. during yeah, that's all, yeah, that's insane. Yeah, that's yeah, that's incredible. I can't deal. Even with that. even worse idea. Even worse idea. I I'm not sure that's intentional. I just think they screwed up Yeah, I don't think on that. intentional, yeah. That, that um, has to be that that makes zero sense. Yeah.
0: I mean, I you know, as you were saying, I I people g- give Street Fighter 5 a hard time, and I do actually enjoy it. I think it can it, it's quite a I find it kind of a bit of a comfort food kind of game sometimes. It's yeah. um but um the, the the technical issues just piss me off. Like the the fr- the, the 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 stuttering the the bad net code the the varying lag uh the fact that a lot of the hitboxes just don't match the animations right like you know like i am going to go back to vega here but like his claw just doesn't operate as a claw sometimes yeah yeah um like there's a ton of moves like this but nash is crouching medium like the hitbox goes up to his ankle and then after that it's it's just invisible you know I, I think that i understand that with maybe with 3d models it's a bit harder to create precisely tuned animations to hit boxes but
1: i think yeah. they should have they should have tried a bit harder because it just it mm-hmm. just feels really janky sometimes it does yeah it certainly i, I agree on every on every account on every account yeah
0: <clears throat> but i think but I'm gonna say on the bright side here, and this sounds really mean, but as a, as a Tekken player, kind of the bright side of Street Fighter V having a bit of a falling out is that it made way for Tekken, I think, to have the current scene that it does. I'm almost I'm pretty confident that Tekken wouldn't be where it is today if Street Fighter V was a major success, which it hasn't been really. So kind of a monkey paw kind of.
1: Yeah, up. I guess you're right. You know, it it did um it did allow, like you said, and I—I I never really like the, the—the one thing I hate is that I—I I don't like when people, especially in the FGC, I think it's the stupidest. Excuse mm. my mouth. Stupidest. I'm, stupidest I'm, fucking I'm thing. I'm not trying world. to rag on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm not trying to rag. No, I just. I, no, no. I know you're not. I know you're not. I'm just saying. I just don't like when people purposely be like, "Oh, fuck your game. Play this game." Mm. Like, ugh. no, no. That—that's—that's
0: that's totally not what I'm
1: saying. Yes, I know but, you're not. I know. But 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 I I agree with you. Street Fighter Five, being the way it is, like kind of say, you know what, like, this game looks cool. Like, it does open people. It, it kind exactly. of forces people to broaden their horizon a little bit. Which exactly. so is cool. Like, that's that's awesome. But I just never liked the... And unfortunately, not that you did it, you didn't do it at all, but mm. people do that shit all the time and it drives me up the wall. Like, no, who I cares hate. what somebody else plays? Like, that's... The purpose of the fighting game community is to play fighting games. It's not exactly. the Street Fighter community. this shit exactly. doesn't say Street Fighter community. It doesn't make any sense. I just... I just can't stand when people do that. But
0: no, I, t- I totally hear. You. I you know, I love Street Fighter, and Third Strike was my first and still current love when it comes to you know yeah. fighting games. Um, but you know, a lot of people come in through Street Fighter and they just stay with Street Fighter, and it's yeah. and it's good to have your broadens horizon a bit. Even if it's a, if even if it's, I wouldn't say necessarily by force, but you know the fact yeah. that Street Fighter V did didn't do as well as it as it could have done made people think, well, what else is there? And oh, okay, Tekken oh guilty gear i'm sure the guilty gear community benefited benefited
1: yeah do you know actually that's the one reason why when i host like tournaments and things for ects that i don't Mm -hmm. like having it in multiple rooms because i Mm -hmm. want people to be able to experience every different community like within the same room it's hard to do especially with so many games now but i want people to be able to look to the left and be like oh shit yo Mortal Kombat that looks kind of cool like there's a crazy mask going on then oh my god like you know Smash is over there and behind us you know is Street Fighter and then in front of us is Tekken like I like giving that people the opportunity to you know bear witness to other communities other games and things like that other players within the separate game community whatever but that's why I actually always like when one game is in the same room for that purpose so
0: I hear that's a great idea. That's, that's a great idea. I mean, how long have you been doing East Coast Throwdown, actually?
1: Uh, 2009, the first year of Street Fighter 4. Yeah. A decade now. Wow. Yeah, crazy, man. Crazy, yeah.
0: I, I really want to attend. Hopefully, hopefully this year. I'll try, it I'll is try a premiere
1: later. event this year for Street Fighter. Oh, yeah? So, but that's, that's Street Fighter, yeah. Yeah, we got a premiere for uh, Street Fighter 5. Nice.
0: nice, nice, nice. Awesome awesome yeah i mean what are are the challenges behind kind of managing or running or organizing an event like that
1: oh man i mean like the one thing is is trying to believe it or not like most tos i don't know if it's every to i could tell you from the bottom of my heart the main thing for running a tournament is to try to please everybody but unfortunately it doesn't really work all the time you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. by no means is it malicious no one I don't think any TO in the world says, you know what, let's screw those guys right there. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like anyone that likes whatever, Tekken, F those guys, we're just gonna, you know, like that is not how it happens. Again, maybe some TOs do that. I can tell you from the bottom of my heart that the ECT staff and everybody running ECT, like the main goal is to give everybody a good time to have people that have been doing this for a while still feel like there's a reason to keep coming to events and have people that have never been to an event be like, yo! I love this, and I want to do this more, and I want to see what this is about, and I want to go to other tournaments where I'm from or whatever. When I go away in this state or this country, whatever, like it's 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 both of those things, but it's really, really, really hard to do. So, but that is ultimately the main goal, especially of ECT.
0: Hmm. That's awesome. I, I mean, it's so important to have you know just a strong offline scene, and you know, yeah, events like ECT it will encourage people to you know,
1: yeah, to get into and that, it. and that's really. That's really all I can ask for, you know, just have have people come, enjoy themselves and find out a little bit more about their scene or, you know, like enlighten their own interest a little bit. All that kind of stuff. So that's all I want.
0: That's great. I mean, that's what the FGC is all about. I mean, I I, I live in a smaller city on the the west side of Japan called Kumamoto. And um, actually, my my house is pretty close to to the biggest arcade in Kumamoto. This arcade is called Joypolis. And there was an earthquake here in 2016 and it literally rocked the foundation of this building. (laughs) And it's, it's kind of like slanted now and it's, it's, it's been, yeah, it's been disused ever since. And it's really kind of killed the FGC here, which is such a shame. Uh, It sucks. Yeah, it really does. I mean, I don't know if I, if I ever like get enough cash flow, I'd love to like just buy the damn thing, build it up again. And just, yeah, yeah.
1: You
0: know, it's, it's, it, it does suck, but, um, yeah, you know, arcades are dying globally. I mean, yeah. uh, what what happened to Chinatown Fair? Is it still running? Is it still? Uh, it's... Sort of thing?
1: Unfortunately, Chinatown Fair is there, but it is not. Mm. It is not the Chinatown Fair that we all grew up in. It's totally different. It kind of... um, It's like a... It's kind of like, all right, do you remember going to like a cool arcade in the 90s? You know, like something that... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, and and now and now imagine that cool arcade being like uh, Dave and Buster's. <laughs> that's that's like the the best comparison I can possibly think. It it literally looks like Dave and Buster's. So imagine having this cool arcade in the '90s where there were cool games and fighting games and whatever else. And then one day it closes, and three months later it opens up and you walk in and it looks like Dave and Buster's. Like there's nothing but like ticket games and crane games and. Some uh, like bimani games, which is cool. I'm down with beat games. I love DDR. I love all that shit. But you know, it is it is by no means anywhere near what Chinatown Fair really was at all.
0: Um, man, that that's sad. That's exactly yeah. what happened. We had two places in London. Uh, one was called uh, the Trocadero, and in the in in its prime in the 90s, this was like kind of like the mecca for arcade games in not just yeah. Europe but, but potentially like. Western World it was amazing, and especially when it had this place called Sega world and this was just like like, like, a, like a, it was a dream it was amazing, like mm-hmm. all the latest arcade games, a bunch of yeah. rides, a bunch of cool shit that that closed down pretty quickly, like after about four or five years in operation, it closed down, and um bit by bit, first Sega world, then trocadero went away um and then the other place casino kind of lingered on for a few years more but now but then they you know they took away the Tekken and cabinets then they took away the street fighter cabinets and as you said now it's just yeah. ddr and pinball and well yeah, pinball yeah. just darts yeah and, yeah
1: it's gone it's gone it's definitely yeah. gone yeah it's definitely gone it sucks but yeah. not everything lasts forever you know what i mean
0: Loving lasts forever, but I mean, you know, having ha- having stuff like ECT is is that's why it's so vital. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Try trying trying to keep that that community feel. There's really still nothing like sitting next to somebody and playing them. You know what I'm saying? Or or the community feel when you go to an arcade and everybody's there. Like I say it all the time. And my the the best years of my life was honestly when Chinatown Fair was around and booming like that. Like 5 to 10 year gap was just it was just incredible between the people that I met and like me really finding out me this is going to sound cheesy but me really finding me like you know who I was like it was it all it all happened around that that era that area in Manhattan like it was it was just great it was incredible man it really was
0: i i totally hear you man i went through the same thing cuz i I started going to arcades a lot when I went to university and that was a stage in my life where I was kind of thinking, well, you know, where am I going? What do I want to do? What makes me happy? All this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and I, and I found my home and I kind of yeah in the arcade. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so many, I would say all of my lifelong friends were met at the arcade. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, yeah,
1: you know, some of my best friends, my couple uh two i've only dated like three girls in my life maybe four the last like two relationships i've been in it was because of not necessarily players but someone that i met that knew somebody that was kind of into but you know like around that thing every almost everything that i'm i'm surrounded by being friends and like even current relationships is all because of something to do with with the fighting games or the scene or something like that it's it's crazy man it's crazy yeah
0: I totally hear, man, and it kind of spreads out, you know, the network. Uh, It's, it's, and it's, it's so sad that the arcades are gone. It's, it's the heart of the community. It's, it's kind of, it's sure, yeah. It's, it's your church. It's where you go to kind of pay tribute, so to speak. It's, um, yeah. It's sad, um, but you know they have they have things, and um, what's that thing that Obama runs on on Tuesdays in 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 Tokyo? Yeah, Uh, fighting Tuesdays.
1: uh, Fighting Tuesdays. Yeah.
0: that's a great thing. If I was in Tokyo, I'd be going to those. Um, yeah. Yeah. But stuff like that, that's
1: fantastic. Um,
0: but yeah, just, um, you know, the fact that there aren't any kind of arcades always open, always yeah. there, always present. Oh, well, thing of the past, I guess. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think at the same time, we're trying to navigate this kind of crazy new world called the internet and how to make best use of it as a platform for fighting games mm-hmm. and and of course the first thing that has to be nailed down and we we've tried to drum this into developers heads like a million times is the net code it has to be yeah better
1: mm-hmm.
0: and there, there seems to be this this resistance this push against it especially with a lot of japanese developers i feel like um yeah i feel like nether have really got it down
1: iron galaxies with killer instinct got it down Oh, but that like, was the best net code i've ever played in my life when I, I when Ki came and I'm like, this is incredible. Yeah, it was it was insane. It was really insane, for sure, for sure.
0: I, I, I mean, Ki was so ahead of its time in so many ways, from the netcode to the tutorials to mm-hmm. it. It just felt like a really modern, polished fighting game, and it's a, it's a real shame that it didn't take off because yeah. it, it, there are so many good examples in that game that could have really benefited the whole <laughs> genre. And why didn't it take off? I I guess it's because it was a Microsoft exclusive, right?
1: Yeah, that was one. Yeah, it was only on Xbox One. Later. Yeah, PC PC later, I
0: think, right? Yeah. It's too late at that point. Yeah. It's a bummer. I mean, I can understand why everyone's saying bring back KI because it's such a fantastic game. Oh, well. Oh, well. All right. Uh, So, dude, uh, quick. I'm going to throw a quick question out there. Um, Top five games.
1: Ooh! Top five games, um, in no order, just top five: Dark Souls one, mm-hmm. Silent Hill two,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Symphony of the Night, mm-hmm. Super Metroid. Mm-hmm. I, for some reason, I always say. I always say a link to the past, but I don't know if, I don't know if I'm saying it just because it's a link to the past. <laughs> I know what you mean. Or if I, I mean, really mean it.
0: I know exactly what you mean. Know. Like, I have the same thing with Resident Evil 4. Because I think when I, I think it's, has that game aged well? Is what I think. I mean, because it kind of, <laughs> it, it it created kind of third person kind of age. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, and it started the yeah. whole trend but i can't separate my feelings for it and and my my memories of it with what the game is
1: um is this still a great game on its own right i
0: don't know yeah or see, is it and that's happening? why like
1: that's why i try to 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 think that way too cuz it's like all right you know like what to me i strongly feel like dark souls symphony of the night see but symphony of the night and super metroid kind of do the same thing like yeah if you yeah. ask me, Dark Souls is one of the most like game-changing influential games I don't even remember in how long. Sure. So like to me Super Metroid kind of like there was nothing like it, you know. When Silent Hill 2 came out, there was there's still nothing like Silent Hill 2 between the way they told the narrative story and the character development and all oh, the yeah. other kinds of stuff like it's it doesn't I, exist in like any other game. I, Silent Hill 2 is is probably my number
0: 1 and the reason for that is I remember playing that game and thinking, wow, that was different. And then it kind of <laughs> lingered with me for a while. And then I, I specifically remember going to GameFAX, right, back in the day. And and reading this kind of, like, story yeah. lore yeah. kind of breakdown. Like the synopsis, right? I right. think I did that too, yeah. <laughs> right? And And it's like, so you know, all the enemies are representations of, of, yeah. James's inner of James' inner yep. guilt.
1: Like, James' guilt, yep.
0: It blew my <laughs> mind, right? That a game would go into this kind of territory. Um, and I don't think they... Has, has a game ever since then ever done it quite so successfully?
1: I don't think so. I really don't. I read that game. I'm not... Maybe this will be the time I share the story. Go for it. Maybe this is the time. Go for it, go for it. This, so, is uh, this is a place to sharing stories. This is, yeah, this is this is going to be like this might be a tearjerker for some of you guys. I only tell the story to like people in person, and it's got to be. I won't even say like my friends because it's kind of like I don't know. It's very 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 personal, but mm. I tie that game with like really serious events of my life. Not that I was in Salen Hill, but serious. This is this is story I've told. I've spoke about this, or I've told people that. I've mentioned why the game is important, but I never really gave people the understanding as to why that game is so important. So this is going to be big for me. This is going to be big. So, um,
0: go for it, go for all it. right,
1: you guys, you guys, uh, most people obviously were you know, like my, my growing up, my, when I was 16, what year did Silent Hill 2 come out?
0: 2001, I think.
1: 2001. So how was I in 2001? Oh, it was actually the same. It was the same year. Okay, good. So, I was 16 or 17. My, um, and you, you know what? James Chen is going to, someone has to make sure that they show the story to James Chen because James Chen is, I've told him, I one day I will explain to him why this game is so important to me. So, so I hope James Chen sees this. Uh, so, when I was 16, my, my mom was actually diagnosed with cancer and I, I, the game came out when I was 16 years old. So, um, again, this isn't, this is not great, but I was, in my room used to be like right across from my mom's room Mm -hmm. so like i remember clear as day like playing and you know as i'm playing the game or whatever and when you get to the the realization that you like you kill your wife because of an illness Mm -hmm. like it totally fucked me up like it because my my and i used to like this is terrible. I'm sorry, guys. I don't mean to make this in- into no, a no, tearjerker, no. but like I used to, I used to hear my mom like cry and be like saying like she doesn't want to die and shit. And I'm a 16 year old kid like playing Silent Hill 2. Not that it happened at the same time, but like I would play it and then like I'd go to sleep and I could hear my mom crying in the room, like saying that she doesn't want to die or maybe she does want to die because she doesn't want to live with cancer and blah, blah 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 blah. And it turns out like your wife in the game wanted to die because she has an illness. You know what I mean? So like, ever since like that happened to me, I was like, "This is." It it was almost like it was it was me. You know what I mean? Like, not yeah. that I was James Sunderland, but like I really I connected with that game on the most real and most serious level, out of anything ever in my entire life. So that's like um that that is why that game means like absolutely so much to me. And it's not that it's not like in a sick macabre way, but it's just like wow, like. I know what that's like when you're like like the person you care about so much is like, is truly suffering sometimes. And is it, is it better to just not go through with it or is it better to like fight it off? So like that, if anyone doesn't know Silent Hill Two, Silent Hill two story spoilers. I'm sorry, guys, I just spoiled the game for you. But, um, um, yeah, that is a, that is a very, very important game. And I hope James Chen hears a story one day because he, uh, he's been asking for it. So,
0: dude i mean i hear you and thank you for sharing that that's that's a really from the yeah heart. i it's it's you know it's interesting how not just video games but any media can connect with us on such a personal level if you know if it if we find the right piece of art at the right moment in our life right and actually yeah, son, it's, right it was the right thing at the right time. it was
1: it was like it was all just perfect like i couldn't you can't make that up, <laughs> like, yeah. how do you know like do, how do you even make that up? you know what I'm saying It was just I, I had such a crazy emotional experience between the game and my family and like connecting what happened or what was happening in the game to what was literally happening in my life at the time. It, it's I, I don't know how it happened. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. What did it happen? no
0: i hate, i I went through a similar phase as well actually when i was 15 uh when i was 15 my my parents divorced we moved house um and you know my sister was involved in a pretty serious car accident it took her a few years to recover And at the same time um my aunt who was quite close to she she passed away from uh from breast cancer so um that was a rough couple of years and mm. i i think I certainly went through a similar kind of phase as you, and I feel that was yeah. one of the reasons why that game connected so closely to me as well. And I feel a lot of people, when they when they talk about Silent Hill, it's it's a game about grief and it's about coming to terms with your grief and 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 making yeah. peace peace with it or being kind of submerged by it. And mm. they they hit the nail on the head so well. And and that's when I talk to so many people, and when they say Silent Hill 2 is my favorite game. I think, what happened to you?
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? Some, yeah. There's a reason for that. Yeah, there's there's a reason for it. It's not just that it's a great game. Something, something yeah. in that game struck a chord with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, even the the ending to that game. I cannot listen to the in water ending without crying, like a like a five year old girl. Like, I cannot do it. I hate. I you. don't want to see it. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to hear her. Read the letter, like I have yep. no part of it. Like, oh, like, do not come near me with that. Yeah, I'm good. I'm I, good. I cried enough over this topic. I'm good. Please, I'm, I'm, I'm with you there.
0: And that 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 ending kind of
1: <laughs> destroyed me. Oh, what a, that's the really ending that I got too. The first time I beat the game, I got the in water ending. of that was my first one, and I, I was th- like, th- Jesus th- Christ, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> I I think
0: you get it if you spend too much of the game like on low health. And if you yeah. look at, and if you I look, forgot like, how to do it, yeah, you just have to be really kind of s- not looking out for your own health.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's and, like you pay more attention to like Mary, right? You got to look at her picture or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something. It. You got to like examine a picture a lot. Yeah, yeah. What a fucking game, Jesus! Yeah. Wow, they don't make them like they used to, you know? They don't.
0: And when you, when you look at the creative process behind that game, I feel like that that time in gaming was kind of that intersection when games that were truly artful and games that had a budget it was that perfect line because i feel yeah. like a, there are a lot of personal games out there but they tend to be indie games now mm-hmm. whereas oh you know, yeah there's the, great indie games yeah yeah and, they, and they're great but they're still low budget because they're, they're indie games so they're never gonna you know in terms of technical level or in terms of how they can impress you on an audio-visual level it's just not there compared to a big budget kind of multi-million yeah. dollar but those games are so kind of you know they, they, they've they been focus tested and that they, all the edges have been kind of smoothed down yeah. um i feel like the early 2000s so many great games came out a lot of my favorite games are from around that time From i'd say from 1997 until like 2004 I feel like that's my favorite period in gaming because in the late 90s you can feel the excitement from a lot of developers like yeah, like going into 3D for the first time like Final Fantasy 7 is the perfect example of this and it's one of my favorite games and it's because you can feel the passion in that game yeah. behind the developers thinking wow like this is a new frontier for us you know this is this is uncharted yeah. territory it, and the ambition really comes through in that game
1: it's no, I, I it's 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 kind of like uh I almost had the same thing of like um of movies, you know, like mm. movies hit that golden point where there was a lot of like heart and passion behind it because they had to you know what i mean like they yeah, yeah. they they had to kind of like gaming you know yeah yeah
0: i mean you know uh, movies as well sometimes um like any art really. You know, it's not just about how much money you throw into it or how many, yeah, you know, how much time is spent to it. It's about catching lightning in a bottle, yeah. And and like the first Star Wars is the perfect example of this, actually. Because mm-hmm. have you heard that movie was a complete mess up until yeah. the
1: editing process? Yeah, yeah. And George George Lucas's wife like edited the yeah. shit out of that movie in the end. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like you know the the whole idea that the the Death Star is about to. Fire on the on the rebel base, that's totally created through editing. It wasn't in the yeah. original script. Mm-hmm. Um, that's cool. So, so like all, all all the shots of of like Leia in, in in the rebel base, they were actually no no one's talking because there yeah. wasn't there wasn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, because there wasn't any script for it. Um, so it's it's and so it's and that's important because it adds tension to the to yeah. the final. I mean, can you imagine a bunch of X ex- just going to the Death Star and blowing it up without anything yeah. going on in the background? Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Star Wars, I mean, <laughs> speaking of Star Wars, <laughs> um, so what are your thoughts on the God? Yeah, where are we now with with Star Wars in general? What's what's, what's I step?
1: I I don't know. Like I I I don't know how this happened. I don't know how we got here. I don't know mm-hmm. why we're here. Yeah. All I know. Is that I, don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like you know it. I don't
0: like. No sir. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, no
1: sir. I don't like it. Yeah. Just. I, I don't know, man. I think. I. I am. I am of the belief that while the the Force Awakens really, I understand it was very very much a reboot or a rehash of a New Hope. I I've seen a New Hope a lot to know that it's a rehash of the a New Hope a little bit, but it's like it was. I was bought in to what was happening. You know, like I was, I was bought in to the mystery box thing that JJ Abrams does. Like I was cool with it. I was even okay with Han dying. I was like, oh, don't worry. And the next one we'll get like a flashback scene where they're all Han, Luke and Leia are together, be it whatever with raising Ben or whatever. So even Mm -hmm. though like I was cool with Han Solo dying, totally cool with it. Mm -hmm. Cause I, again, I'm thinking, all right, maybe there'll be some scene with them. You know, I was even cool with Luke being in the movie for 30 seconds. I That scene till the day, like, gives me the chills in and out I of know. my body. I'm like, oh, I my know. God. The look on his face. yeah, It's in, it's incredible. So, again, I was bought into everything that was going on. And then, yeah. of course, The Last Jedi happened. And it was like, it almost made The Force Awakens, like, a worse movie. Yeah. Retrospective, it, it, or, it, it excuse did. me, retro, retroactively made it the com- movie worse. <laughs> it completely did.
0: and It's because yeah. everything... The whole of episode seven, I mean, as kind of cliched as you want to call it, it's all set up,
1: right? Yeah, and yeah, again, I was I was bought into what was being set up. I was I was game for everything. I was game yeah. for it all. Yeah, yeah,
0: and like it just became it became abundantly clear that they had no plan, no route, no goal, no direction, yeah. no overarching Fair. idea for this whole trilogy, and like let's let's even forget some of the kind of the, the plot stupidities in, in in episode 8 alone just the fact that it takes a lot what 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 episode creation has been nah. you know yeah
1: that's I, that's my thing it's a like no, oh god it's so stupid i don't understand like disney is a multi-billion dollar company and that, and like that's how you handle the property you know I anything mean? like, that's how you handle it for real oh i don't know man
0: yeah i mean i'm sure you've seen any kind of interview with Mark
1: Hamill where he's kind of just kind of Oh it's the best. It's the best. But <laughs> he, he's just like he's essentially shitting on it without shitting on. It. It's it's my favorite. I love it. Yeah, I mean- it's funny. I I linked a video the other day in the in the chat um because he says obviously you know like Colin Trevorrow's episode nine actually was using Luke and he mm-hmm. even says there's an entity where but Mark Hamill kind of was like, "Yeah, I was talking to Colin, and like, I was really looking forward to what do you want to do with Luke. Like, we kind of like mesh together. We understand things. Like, I'm really looking forward to it. And then you got him telling J.J. Abrams, like, I disagree with everything you're doing with my character. Everything. Like, how does if Luke Skywalker is telling you I don't agree with it? Like, you should probably listen, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> come on, man. But yeah, I yeah. love those interviews, dude. There's the one where like J. Uh, Ryan Johnson's talking." And Mark Hamill was just like, <laughs> yes, the look on his face. Yeah, like, he's got this like defeated, I cannot believe this look on his face. It's the best. It's the best. I love it. Yeah,
0: it's um, and I'm pretty sure Disney told him to shut up at one point because at one of point, was like, yeah, uh, it's. But I think a lot of people felt the same. Like this, this character it's not luke skywalker yeah. the whole the whole defining element of his character is that he is hopeful it's like yeah. a new hope right yeah. he's the guy yeah. who went to the most evil guy in the entire galaxy darth vader and he still saw hope in this guy yeah and that's i don't believe that he would turn into kind of like a nephew murdering kind of loser <laughs> Like, yeah. would he really, do, would he do this? I mean, and yeah. a lot of people say, well, it makes him real. It subverts expectations. But no, it, it it's not the character. I, I like yeah. having my expectations subverted when it's done in, in a consistent, yeah, logical way.
1: It's got to be, it's got to be done a certain way. You know, even, even besides Luke Skywalker, that movie still sucks. Like, it's <laughs> not, I don't blame it all on the mishandling of Luke. It's yeah. still not a good movie. Like yeah. it's still kind of like, what the fuck is going on here? Very, very <laughs> detached feeling, and very like all over the place. They throw away other character story arcs. Finn does nothing. Poe does nothing. Ray does nothing. Mm-hmm. They run out of gas in space. I, I can't I space can't. gas. Space gas. I can't. I can't deal with it.
0: Hey. <laughs> hey. The whole Canto Bite section, where they kind of—oh like, my god, that's like one of the worst parts of movie history. <laughs> they, what like, a fucking waste of time! They free the space greyhounds, and then Rose says something to kids. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So <laughs> yeah. she just she says some fun gully shit, which I, I swear yeah. <laughs> when I don't know what is what it was. It was she says something like, I think um, Finn something like says something like, "Oh, this was a huge waste of time," and then she sees the space greyhounds running running off. She's like, ah. Oh. No, it wasn't. Oh, oh it was yeah. worth it, and yeah. I just, I just had to. I, I actually facepalmed in the yeah. bit. <laughs> the,
1: honestly, the, when I first saw that movie, obviously, you know, I, the 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 day it came out, the very beginning of that movie, Poe makes a your mama joke to oh, Hux, God.
0: and and yeah. I'll
1: never forget it because when it happened, I was just like, hmm, hmm, hmm. I was like, "Uh, hmm, What did God. <laughs> you want to rewind like, that? From, yeah. From the start, I was just like, this is not right. Like something is wrong. That was not right. Didn't feel right. It was, it just, it just wasn't good. And I, I remember being like, they're just forcing Marvel humor. Like, this is not Marvel. They're like pushing Marvel humor at me. And I was just not feeling it. I was not feeling it. Like it's, yeah. it's, I don't know. I I, I, I can't explain
0: it. I feel, you know what it does? It takes me away from, you know, a long time ago. A galaxy far, far away. away, Right? Yeah,
1: exactly. And that's,
0: oh, God. I'd even take Lucas's stodgy, not like sand dialogue over that because at, at least it still feels kind of Star Wars y.
1: Even as yeah, still like, to so, the
0: ham-fisted, ham-fisted as it is,
1: yeah, that's that's the the it, in the prequels there is at least a sense of we're going that way, like we're yeah. going this way. We're gonna build these characters. You're gonna see Anakin fall. Blah 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 blah. Like there was a there is a nice clear path. Again, George Lucas is a visionary man. Yeah. He cannot direct. Like don't let that guy I, direct I, anything. I hate you. I hate. <laughs> don't like, let him direct. Don't let him write a script. Just 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 take his brain. <laughs> And tell me what to do, you know, tell me what to do. That's He's, what George Lucas needs to do. I hear you. He's completely an ideas man. And this is why Empire
0: Strikes Back is so good, because he he kind of cuts up. He, you know, there's a separation of power, right? Yeah, there's, exactly. There's, yeah. There's, I heard that, like, when Irvin Kirshner was kind of setting up the scene, Lucas would often tell him, I'll just just film it. It's good enough. It's good enough. And Kirshner would be like, no, no, I want yeah. to do it the way <laughs> I want to do it. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and the cinematography in Empire Strikes Back is still stunning. It's a beautiful yeah, it's
1: movie. Great. it's great. Yeah.
0: I mean, every time I look at it, I'm, I'm so impressed. It
1: hasn't. It's aged so well. Yeah, it, yeah, it really has. It truly has. It has made aged well. And I feel, I feel bad for a lot of the cast in the new Star Wars too. It's like yeah. you poor guys. Like I, I like all of the act. Like I really do. Oh yeah, yeah. I love Daisy Ridley. I like John Boyega. Oscar Isaac is cool. Adam Driver was the best part of the new trilogy. Like easily. He's hands down the best part of the new trilogy. Not that there's like a really high bar for it. And you know what? But it's not the it's not the actor's fault. Like I don't blame any of the actors. I just blame the writing they had to deal with. And I blame the way the story progressed, I guess. You know, like it's not (laughs) fault. You know, Yeah, yeah. Progressed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Adam Adam Driver was easily like the best part of the His character had like a decent arc. Everyone else is kind of all over the place. You know, I think of the idea of us Star Wars fans watching Star Wars forever and thinking that, oh, those guys in those masks are bad. The Empire is bad. This is bad. The first art is bad. Whatever, whatever. But then you have this character, Finn, who would actually like humanizes what's going on behind the mask. Like they had such a good opportunity. That's so cool. Yeah, it's such a good idea. And it's just like, it's in the first movie and then they kind of sort of talk about it in the rise of skywalker and that's it that sh- that could have been a huge plot point for him and his character arc and they just don't do anything with it so.
0: I, finn is just the most wasted character as you said the idea yeah. of a turned stormtrooper is something it's that's awesome. really interesting and nothing yeah, is awesome. and the franchise has never explored it before and in yeah. episode nine it seems like there was supposed to be like um a uh Stormtrooper uprising, like a rebel yeah. stormtrooper yeah. uprising, which would have satisfied, filled out it Finn's up, his arc.
1: Yeah, right? it makes his arc important. Yeah, but he could have been the he could have been the one to be like, "Hey, look, I was like you. Maybe not as as this straightforward, but hey, I did this. I was part of it. I managed to break out. If you feel this way, other people feel like this too. Yeah, and that like starts the rebellion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Where yeah. they kind of and it, it would have been a huge arc for him because he would have been a huge reason as to why the resistance overcomes the first order? You know, part of right. him explaining that you know I did this, I was in this, I was part of it. You know, but I got out of it. You could do it too. It would have been perfect. Would have been great. Would have right. been great. But nope, no nope. fucking idiot.
0: As as opposed to just a side, another sidekick character, useless yeah. sidekick <laughs> character who just shouts Ray all the time. Yeah. Like what a waste. And and the fact that they what they did in Rise of Skywalker is they they kind of touched upon it, but they just they just kind of gave yeah. him a gender swapped version of himself, which I thought was yeah. kind of racist. I mean, that, it, <laughs> it just kind of weirded me out. I mean, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, oh, I it, it, it felt good. all kinds of wrong. Not um, good. Not good at all. I heard they were they were actually this was in the kind of the the the, the, the kind of the rumor pile, but they were actually going to go in the direction of, of Poe and Finn being lovers at one point did you Did you read that
1: i yeah, I heard I heard like a lot of that because people wanted to, because the whole Ray and Kylo thing like they wanted to have some other representation in the movie right. or something, and they were going to make them like a gay couple or whatever. Mm. that would have been I'm like i I don't care about that stuff, but see my thing is that like that's fine like I, I don't give yeah. a shit if, if that's what it is. It just can't be forced. You can't just in yeah, the last yeah, yeah. movie say, "Oh by the way, they're gay, like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah that, no.
0: that's a little that's what, you know what I mean the, the thing is. You could. People were saying that because of the way they interacted in the yeah, Force Awakens. Yeah. Yeah. And it feels like they really pulled away from that in Episode Eight. But again, if there was a natural arc to it and yeah. it
1: felt like a real relationship, go for cool. it. Cool. Yeah. Make them gay. God bless. Like I am. Yeah. I am all for any of that stuff. Like that stuff doesn't bother me. I don't have to say like my my Jedi is not a female. Like okay. I think Ray is fucking dope. I just wish they would have used her story well. Like. Those guys could have been gay as they wanted to be as long as it was done the right way. And it like yeah. it was it wasn't just like, oh, yeah, yeah I forgot to tell you guys. they just, By like, the way, <laughs> yeah. that's just like shitty storytelling. That's just like checking off a box. You know what I'm saying? That's not good storytelling. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, like, yeah as, as, as long as there is a nice road and explanation for it, it just it feels natural. Like you don't want stuff like that. To feel forced because then it just feels like, and I think it's like worse than yeah. not doing it at all. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. it's just, it's worse than not doing it at all. And the whole,
0: the whole kiss at the end of episode nine was just so awkward. Yeah. And totally just, forced. And totally <laughs> forced. Even the actors are just like, Adam Driver just kind of smiles, like, oh, I'm done with the shit. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
1: Finally. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. Totally, totally forced just to please, you know, a certain group of fandom. Yep. Yeah,
0: it's 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 sad. And re- speaking of wasted characters, I think Ray has to be top of the pile here. And yeah. again, if you look at the the ideas for where they were going for the for the duel of the fates, the Colin Trevorrow version of it, there's actually some kind of arc there. She seems to have progressed. She seems to have turned into like a Jedi master, yeah. and she seems to have kind of an inner struggle that she's dealing with. They she turns kind of Anakin's lightsaber into a dual bladed lightsaber, which I thought. I thought they were going to do that going into episode 9 because they split it apart in episode 8. Yeah. But no, no, no.
1: Yeah, she she definitely should have, like, used the, made her staff into, like, a double-bladed saber and just been, like, I would have liked her to been more, kind of like, and I, I don't want to rehash it, but kind of like Luke in Return to the Jedi where Luke is much more confident in himself. Yeah. But I would like her to be, Still very like unsure in her Mm. place. Like Luke in Return of the Jedi knows his place. He's like, Mm. I want to be a Jedi Knight. That's my dad. I'm gonna Mm. fix this shit and that's it. Like, I would like her to be as strong and confident as Luke was, but still be like unsure of what her purpose was in the whole grand scheme of thing. You know what I mean? That would have been a good sort of portion for her. But yeah, Mm -hmm. like she was just again, and I I love Daisy Ridley. Like I think she's awesome. I really do. It's just just not just not handled well not written well
0: yeah yeah i just just to reinforce what you said the actors no hate at all towards the actors or the the directors that if there is i I don't want to say hate, but if there's someone to blame it's the people who organize this it's the producers it's it's the whoever thought that let's have one director for this one director for this and one director for this and let's have them talk to each other and yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know yeah
1: ryan ryan johnson wrote the Last Jedi, when they were still making The Force Awakens. Like, Ryan Johnson has gone on record and said that. He, he made the movie he wanted to make regardless of anything. Didn't matter what was before or what was after. He's like, I am making this movie. So yeah. the writing process didn't mean shit. Just what he wanted to make was made. Yeah. It's crazy. And I hate, I really hate the comic and all this other shit trying to fill in gaps and stuff for movies. Like, <sighs> i do not like that at all i'm a very very not a big fan
0: i agree it reminds me of final fantasy 15 where you're kind of thrown into the game (laughs) who are these characters huh how do they know each other well first you have to watch the anime then you have to read the comic then you have to watch the movie the the final fantasy 15 movie is garbage by the way i try to sit through it in in preparation but man I, i i agree i really hate the the splitting apart of media, yeah. It's, especially like if there's either. vital information, because I remember in Final Fantasy fifteen, there's like, uh, what's the name of the uh, the city you're from? Um, that Knox is from. I can't remember. It's it's something. Stupid. I have no idea. Yeah,
1: that game was ass. <laughs> and so I was, you know what? I was I was into that game for the first twenty hours. I'm like, yo, this game is sick. Yeah. I'm like, this game is sick. I love it. I like when they're fighting and they like dap when they walk past. I'm like oh that's yeah. so cool like he slides and he picks him Insomnia. up off the floor I'm like oh that's so sick and yeah. then after like hour 21 or 22 and I'm like this game is not that good like I don't <laughs> like this at all the,
0: the, I think there yeah. are fl- there are flashes of brilliance in Final Fantasy yes. 15 and and you can you can just tell that this is why I got a bit worried when I heard that Tetsuya Nomura was directing the, the FF7 remake because there are there are some people like Lucas, like Nomura, like I'll say it, maybe Kojima. These are great visionaries. They have great ideas. Should they be directing something? No. <laughs> maybe <laughs> no, not. They should <laughs> not. Yeah. I mean again with like just just to hop to Kojima, a lot of his best work is when he kind of co-wrote. Like Metal Gear Solid 1 was co-written with someone else. Yeah. Like I feel that when Kojima writes dialogue it's often a bit stilted and awkward like Lucas. Yeah. Yeah. Um similar deal with Nomura like he clearly has no idea how to how to lead a team. Like if it took him over 15 years or how long <laughs> I think a decade to make Final Fantasy yeah. 15 and it was still a mess then I get the but feeling...
1: every yeah go oh. Can I another go
0: I, I was saying I get the feeling that with, with the FF Seven remake though that they've kind of reined him in, or at least they have someone watching over him. Or yeah, they have, like I was just going to say that.
1: I, yeah, I was just going to say like every great visionary, like there has to be a check and a balance to everything. It's Absolutely. just the nature of things. Like everyone, everyone has to be told, "Hey, man, hold on. Maybe go this way a little bit. You know, yeah. like you you can't just be surrounded by yes men and women, whatever." Like. You can't just have people just say, Oh yeah, Kojima. Yep, hmm Yes, yeah. Kojima. Oh yeah, whatever you say, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Kojima San. Whatever you say, Kojima-san. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. This, this is it. Oh yeah, you're great. Like you you just you can't surround yourself with that kind of stuff. But like you said, a lot of those, a lot of a lot of those people are. And the 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 greatest visionaries, they need a check and balance, and There's gotta be some sort of check.
0: You know, I feel like Kojima in his prime. He kind of needed Konami. I know this is a horrible thing to say considering what Konami turned out to be. But he needed someone to say, "Yeah, let's drop that idea."
1: <laughs> you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like maybe uh, not, my friend. Maybe just Yeah. Maybe we don't need to do that. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. I'm I'm in Look, I'm playing I'm trying to play through Death Stranding at the moment and I can see where they're going with it. And I appreciate that it's different. And I love the fact that in this day and age, we're still getting Auteur games with a with a big budget behind them. Because it's like a unicorn. That game's a unicorn. They don't exist. But at the same yeah. time, it, it's clear that he's had no one... You know, he's just been surrounded by Yes Men. You know, Absolutely. I feel like there are there, some ideas in that game that... Like, maybe they make sense in the overall... Like design of it, maybe they make sense. And like, okay, so maybe for the first ten hours of that game, you just have to kind of slog through and 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 grit your teeth and bear with it. Yeah, but it's, but it's boring, man. It's boring. Yeah. <sighs> and, uh,
1: I I have tried. And at, yes, I beat it. Yeah, and I I went through it. I like you. I get. I appreciate the direction that the game went. Like, I I think it's. I appreciate the vision really do like the yeah. way the online works too, with people like helping build the roads and stuff and yeah. everyone playing together and the idea of him not wanting to make a game. Cause he even said, I think in an interview somewhere that he didn't want to make a game with every game you play online. It's always like me versus you. And then I taunt you when I beat you and yeah, there's yeah, no, yeah. no, I love that. There's no that- communal feel. Like he made the game where you could only help each other. Like that's it. If you're gonna be, if you're gonna play this game online, you guys are only helping each other. So again, the vision, awesome. beautiful, everything, beautiful idea. It's funny, yeah, it, amazing. I was actually talking to John last night because I went from playing, I went from playing uh, Death Stranding, and then I immediately started playing uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. Now, while they're two totally different games, Jedi Fallen Order compared to the way Death Stranding was made, like, game-wise, like AAA game wise, like triple A game. Mm. Death Stranding is incredible. Mm. Like everything, production, music, the way it looks graphically, mechanically, system like everything is just, it it is a triple, triple A game. And then I was playing Jedi Fallen Order and I'm like clipping through the floor and I'm floating and enemies aren't loading and there's no texture on the wall. And just like, and John was like, I had one of the worst gaming experiences of my life with Jedi Fallen Order. And Mm. he did the same thing. He went from Death Stranding to Jedi Fallen Order. It's like, like, his all that stuff that he does is is incredible, and like I said, excuse me, like you said, saw a glimpse of genius all over the place in that game, but it was just not. It wasn't it for me. It wasn't it for me. Yeah,
0: yeah. I haven't played Fallen Order yet. I've, I've heard some some good things about it, but is, was it, it buggy? It was.
1: Yeah i I had a couple of buggy things. My friend John had a shitload of buggy. He was telling he was rattling rattling them off to me last night. Uh, it's definitely worth a playthrough. Certainly worth a play, especially if you're a Star Wars fan. Definitely yeah. worth a playthrough. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll definitely give it a shot. I mean, this is the yeah, thing. Yeah, worth it. I would heard that some, some issues with bugs, and I thought, well, if I just wait a few months, I'll get a version that's like half yeah. the price and with no mm-hmm. bugs. So you know, why not?
1: Yeah, I mean, probably the, better off.
0: You know, it's going back to Death Stranding. I, I am gonna pull through it because I, I, I want to see where the story goes. But at the same time, I feel like it's a game that's that everything has been sacrificed for the concept, the idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and I understand what Kojima is doing and I really appreciate it. But I also feel like, as you said, there needs to have been checks and balances. Just so that the minute to minute gameplay is more engaging. Yeah. You know? It's just it's it's such an unfocused game. Yeah. Like it's only
1: got you f- focus on on walking yeah. traveling. i <laughs> no but e- and even like i was a little upset with even the bt encounters like you can literally just walk away from the bt encounters like that's what i was talking to my friend about too i'm like everything is done like like you don't have to do anything else but move like when the bts grab you you move even the big bts that come out like the big like I don't know what the hell that thing is. It's like a big, like lion thingamajig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can literally just walk out of the BT floor slop area, and that's it. It's over. Like mm-hmm. there's, there's, there's a a, a lack of an engagement when it comes to that sort of thing. I like to. Play, that's why I love Souls games because mm-hmm. every moment of a Souls game, you're engaged. You're playing 100%. the game. Yes, yes, you're engaged and you're playing the game. There's not like, oh, I'm playing and I put it down and I watch a story or I'm doing this or there's like a shit ton of dialogue. And look, that's cool. I'm not saying that I don't like those games. Like I love all different kinds of games, but that's why I have such a soft spot for Souls games because you literally play and are engaged in like 99% of those games.
0: For sure. And that's why the difficulty is such an important ingredient because it, it, it forces you to 100% focus on yeah. the game. Yeah, it pulls, mm-hmm. it sucks you into that world completely. Yeah. if you could just kind of, you know, play through it and just mash X and jump, you know, whatever. Yeah, gonna, yeah you wouldn't yeah. be as engaged. You know, I mm-hmm. think a lot of people say that the, the Souls games are unnecessarily difficult, or and I, I can, I can hear that. I mean, especially in some of the later games, there are certain like "oh, gotcha" kind of depths which are which is yeah. just irritating. But yeah. the difficulty is is a really important element, and it's yeah, it's, absolutely. It's the same reason we play fighting games. Like if you know when you when you play against a good opponent, you have to be there like a hundred percent, and that's and um, if you're not, you're gonna lose, basically. Yeah, you're gonna lose. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So onto onto From Software games, and I think, I think this is probably be the last topic of, of of today's podcast. But um, let's rank them. Let's rank them.
1: This is a tough one for me. This is a yeah. tough one. So. The only thing I could say without a shadow of a doubt is that Dark Souls 2 is last.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Like that and, is and that it's, is it's not a bad game. I mean, I, I played it um, again like
1: like three years ago and I thought I know I know Scholar the First Sin made it better. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Scholar of the First Sin certainly helped the game out a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, like if I let people all the time, I'm like, if if Souls Two is your first Souls game, you're probably going to think it was great. Like, like, oh, that was kind of cool. You know, like, you're going to think it's kind of cool. But if you play anything else before, you're going to be like, ah, that was kind of like a mediocre experience compared to what I played before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: In hindsight, it feels a bit unnecessary because it doesn't do anything new. It doesn't do anything I mean, I've heard that it has the best PvP, but I never really got into that element of Souls.
1: I remember when it didn't come out, the PvP was cool. PvP yeah. was cool, but that w- that was when the game first came out. I don't I don't know jack about it now, as far as the Pv- PvP scene goes. Um, so if that's easily the worst, now the for me the best Souls game to me, and I always go back and forth with this between if it's Demon. I actually think it's Dark Souls. I think yeah. Dark Souls is is the is my favorite FromSoft game uh, for a couple of reasons. While I think Demon Souls is also an incredible game and also a, a a step in a brand new genre or gre- brand new type of game that no one has ever played before. So th- that's why I give that game tons of credit, but the, there is nothing like the world and lore of Dark Souls 1. And I think that's why Dark Souls 1 gets the first spot for me. Again, yeah. while Demon Souls is great, invented all these mechanics and everything else, just that interconnecting world of Dark Souls 1, like when you look, especially looking at the world, like, the world works. Like, there's 3D models of Lordran, and it's real. Like It it feels organic. It feels really organic. Yeah, the shit doesn't clip. It's not like this is actually over here. It's made, and it's actually, like, it could, I don't want to say it could really happen, but it's made almost as if it could be real, you know? Mm -hmm. And just, uh, and the lore and everything, and, like, it's just, that game is, so, all right, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I'm going on a tangent. Go go dark go go. Souls go. One, dark Dark Souls <laughs> one is is Dark Souls one is definitely a number one. Number two. See, this is where like I get stuck. Is 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 Demon Souls really as good as Bloodborne? You know wow. what I mean? Like it's it's
0: it's hard. <laughs> Well, it's I, uh, for, for for me personally, I think you can tell from our T-shirts, but yeah, my favorite my favorite so- from software Game is actually Bloodborne. That shirt is
1: that shirt is sick.
0: Yeah, yeah, tools of the trade, right? Yeah, I, I got it from um, what's it called insert coin, insert credit. They do some yeah, thought, like some, that's a yeah. a cool shirt. Yeah, yeah, cheers, cheers. I mean, you're wearing a Dark Souls T-shirt, I'm wearing a Bloodborne yes. T-shirt. My my favorite in the series is actually Bloodborne, and it's 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 to do with The setting the atmosphere it just it's
1: i will i i don't mean to cut you off yeah i love the atmosphere and setting of dark souls the thing that bothers me is i'm not a big hp lovecraft
0: fan i am i am see i love that's
1: where that's where i get lost a little bit
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah i love the existential horror the whole yeah you know um cosmic horror elements but that 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 yes. totally tickles my, my buttons but you know yeah. it, that's that's the, the make or break thing really that's that's what makes it for me that's what breaks it for you
1: yeah the, the, it's it you know what it's it's also like again yeah it's it, it's that part of it and i just love the the interconnecting character lore like i don't even care if it was I, i'm trying to think if i were like dark souls if it had a cosmic horror skin but it still had the lore of Mm. Dark Souls like you know with the souls and with Gwyn and with the dread like all that shit like I get that like uh, it is a medieval setting and like whatever 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 like how many times there have been a dragon and some knights and some magic like it's happened Mm. thousands and thousands of times you know so like I, I get it's kind of sort of played out but the lore in that game like I don't think a lot of people appreciate the lore that much maybe they do I don't know maybe I'm just talking shit but I just don't think people appreciate a lot of the lore that is inside, like how well it's written without even being written. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and yeah, yeah. it's not like, here's the story, you know what I'm saying? No, no. It's, it's, yeah. So visual,
0: visual storytelling, visual storytelling. Yeah. It's, um, I think dark souls is a master of that at, at, at kind of drip feeding you history and context, the story through the, item descriptions, through the background, yeah. through, the, through the architecture, um, yeah. through the way characters behave or don't behave in some instances. It's, yeah. it's really, yeah. They're masters of that. And the great thing about the way that's done is I think it's a perfect way of telling a story through a video game. Because it's not too yeah. overbearing. It's so like, hold up, you know, hold, yeah. hold this 45 yeah. minute cutscene. Exactly, yeah, exactly. yeah. It's integrated into the gameplay perfectly and it's done and it also helps you fill in the gaps in your imagination like a good book
1: yes exactly exactly and but that's i i i don't want to ever sound like because i'll be honest when bloodborne first came out i was like that was all right like i wasn't too excited about it but when the old hunters came out oh, and they yeah. actually patched the game because oh, they yeah. patched the game because it kind of ran like shit and the loading time was insane oh, yeah. that when was what first came out technically it, it was, was a mess insane yeah, yeah technically yeah. it was it was a shitty game, honestly, when it first yeah. came out. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I don't want to excuse me, not shitty. That's definitely over-exaggerating. Yeah, It wasn't it, as polished. It, yeah. it was frustrating, for sure. Yeah. I, I I remember yeah. getting it when it
0: first came out, and oh, the loading times. Well, they patched it pretty soon after, like a week yeah, after. Yeah, it, it was quick. Like, yeah. yeah. But it clearly wasn't finished. And actually, um, I've heard that the game right up until release had, had you know, like, like, vast areas with the textures unfinished and, and whatnot. <laughs> so they were really pushing to get that game out um, for yeah. the release date. And, um, yeah, that's, you know, that's why you, you. I'm pretty sure they must have had the loading time patch in development even before release. But it's just the pressures of, you know, the modern game development.
1: Yeah, I, and I... I never want to sound like I'm talking bad about Bloodborne. That's why I'm thinking about it now. Like after the Old Hunters came out and they flushed out that game a little bit, yeah. I was like, "This game is incredible." Yeah, like that the, game is incredible.
0: I think that's the best DLC out of any of the From.
1: Uh, I think no so question. too. I think the Old Hunters. I think Old Hunters. I really did like Artorias, though. Oh yeah, the uh, oh, you know, oh,
0: yeah. like
1: the Dark. Souls, and I, I I know Dark Souls one is my favorite game, but. I really liked that, and again, it's it, it's because the lore, but the old hunters' lore I think is the coolest lore in the dark. In, I know, the I world know. World. It's like the old hunters' lore is
0: sick, and and it has but, my um, it has my favorite boss in the entire series, which is Ludwig. It was just that, Ludwig isn't in, yeah
1: incredible. I seeing I, seeing the <laughs> moonlight great sword, I was like, I I had my controller and I was on my bed, and there was like, a, I I remember taking my <laughs> controller and I was just going like this. <laughs> like when, when the sword came out, I was like, Aah! oh, my great sword. So sick. I know. It's,
0: it's the progression. You know, when I got to Ludwig for the first time, it was on my New Game Plus file.
1: I think a lot of people did that. Oh, yeah. That it's probably tough. Yeah.
0: Because they'd finished it first and they're like, oh, there's, there's yeah. some DLC. I'll use my old save file. Yeah. And my God, that 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 took me like a week of concentrated effort. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but finally putting him down was so yeah one of my top gaming experiences. <laughs> because the strategy you have to employ completely changes in, in phase yeah. one and phase two. He's this like maniacal crazed beast in, in the first phase, but in the second one you kind of have to. He's kind of humanoid. You have to you have to yeah. time your dodges much more precisely. It's interesting.
1: It was you know? it was probably yeah that was excuse me. That was probably a, a from soft favorite experience. Like again, seeing like the moonlight, and obviously knowing what the moonlight great is for I mean, the last yeah. four games. Yeah, like yeah. damn, that's so cool, and everything. It was, it was, it was cool. But the I I do appreciate the the old hunters lore, but yeah. and also the other thing that kind of bothered me about Bloodborne, especially going from Dark Souls to Bloodborne, is that Bloodborne is kind, and like. Uh, I think every Souls game really is, besides Demon Souls and Dark Souls, it almost felt like it was kind of sort of on a rail. Like, yeah, yeah. you had to go yeah, here, yeah. you had to go there, you had to go this. Oh, you get this, then you unlock the thing for the forest, and then yeah. you get to go to the forest, you know? There was just a little bit of... But again, that's why, to me, I think Dark Souls is my favorite, because it, it has all that all the stuff that I like. Remember I was talking about Super Metroid and Symphony of yeah, the yeah. Night? They're the same game, like yeah, yeah, Dark Souls yeah. does the same thing that thing Night and Super Metroid do. Yeah. So, as far as the world goes, you know, like putting the putting the map together, you know, for sure.
0: Bloodborne, I think the games have become progressively more linear since the original yeah. Dark Souls. I mean, uh, Sekiro was probably and Dark Souls three but, you know, Dark Souls three isn't even really an organic world; it's just a bunch of levels connected yeah. by by portals, really, yeah, like zones, yeah. um. And I agree. That's 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 definitely the biggest plus. Dark Souls has in its corner. It's just the world is unmatched. The way it yeah. connects onto itself and folds and layers onto itself, it feels really organic and real yeah. and incredibly well
1: thought out. Um, now, I, I will say I loved. I know some people don't really like it, but there's still, even though I love, and that's why this is so hard to do because I have such an appreciation and a love and a feel and a satisfaction for Sekiro's combat and gameplay. Oh yeah. yeah like, yeah. like it. it's, I think it's the best combat in a from-saw game. Like I, hands right down, here. no question. It's, it's very satisfying. It's, it's free also. You know what I mean? You, you're yeah. not as locked into the, yeah, yeah. I'm rolling and I'm R1ing and I'm rolling and I'm R1ing and maybe yeah. I'll do a heavy attack. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. like I, I, I I really do think that Sekiro's combat was done very, very, very well. It it needed From Soul Games needed that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It really, it really needed that. Not that Sekiro was not my favorite From Soul game, but I do think the combat was really, really, really good.
0: Yeah, I felt like it felt like every interaction, you have so many tools at your disposal. I mean, it really does focus on the parry. A lot yeah but but the more and more you get into the game the more you realize you can't just parry everything you know there have to be moments where you have to dodge through a swipe especially it's unblockable you have to jump over sweeps you have to uh, and you have to use your entire toolkit really to get through the game yeah and the more you you the more you play with it the more you realize that it's actually a lot of people criticize it of being quite restrictive but you're you have this huge arsenal of items and moves and skills, yeah, which um, bring lots of different um, ways of tackling the same challenge. You just need to have.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think it was restrict. I think it's like the most non-restrictive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, I, I really do. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's when you play Dark. All right, Demon Souls. Hold on, Demon Souls. Dark Souls One, Dark Souls Two, Bloodborne, Dark Souls Three. You can almost play the same exact way. Yeah. You can yeah. go find a you can go find a katana and put some shit in dexterity yeah. and R1 and roll. Yeah. You can go find a claymore and press R1 and roll. Like let, you can really do the same thing in every game. Yeah.
0: Let, let's be real here like the 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 From Software games the combat is satisfying because it has a real weight and impact and consequence to it, but it's actually quite simple. Like mechanically yeah. it's there's not much to it. You you hit you roll at the right time and then you hit some more but Sekiro brought so many layers into it like writing the guide for or co-authoring the guide was a real nightmare for that reason because every fight brought so <coughs> many different ways to tackle it and yes. um, especially with the with the skills and the tools you know they really yeah
1: and you actually hit the nail on the head before when you're talking about learning how to actually like learning the combat like the last boss in that game makes you remember everything you've ever done in that game. Oh like, yeah, no, like you oh, need yeah. to know everything you've ever done in that game. Like it's it it ugh. He's the ultimate test that's of shitty. everything you've learned. Yeah. And exactly yeah yeah
0: yeah. You um, you know the. Can you believe they actually made him harder in in in, in consequence in, in the first bills? Like yeah, this, this is pretty hard. But they made yeah. you know, we thought, we thought they might tone him down a bit. But nah. that's so cool. That. <laughs> nah.
1: I'll never forget it. Can are are we allowed to talk about your 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 guide work? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I, I can't, I can't. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, I won't. I, so when I met this gentleman, you know, we, we were talking in EVO Japan, and we were this was before Sekiro came out. And I'll never forget, you were like the last boss in this game is going to make. History. I'll never forget. He said the last boss is going to make history, and I was like, that is the coolest thing I've ever heard in my life. And sure enough, when the game came out, there were articles like this is impossible. And there were all these like mainstream articles written about the last boss, the second I was like, this guy said this to me nine months ago that this was going to be insane. And it was incredible. It really was. That was, that was insane. It was visually pleasing. It mm-hmm. made me feel good to, to actually beat him. It made me, made me remember, like I said, I really had to take everything I learned within my 40 or 50 hour playthrough and, Put it right there in that one particular fight. It was yeah. sick, man. It was sick.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and it, was, it was designed to be that, you know, the ultimate test of everything. Yeah. And, and um, yeah, you're supposed to die a lot with him, you know? Like, uh, I yeah. think um, at minimum, you're going to die at least. I think even the most skilled players died on average <coughs>
1: 20 times
0: through the, 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 the testing. So if you died a lot, don't, you know, that's part,
1: of, it's part yeah. of the game. It took me, I think, sixty deaths in four hours. I did it on stream. I think it was sixty yeah. deaths in four hours. Yeah, yeah, four hours straight of just walking into the boss room and dying, walking into the boss room and dying, four hours. But it was, it was incredible. It really was. It was, it was, it was awesome. It was awesome. Again, I give that game people. I think a lot of people who. Uh, not that they don't get the combat, but they'll play it for a little bit and just be like, "Oh, this is like whatever." I died here. The combat's kind of boring, or whatever. But that's it's it's unfortunate because it is a lot deeper than that. You know, yeah. like it really yeah. you you have to kind of peel back that 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 last layer. You know what I'm saying? And I just yeah. don't think a lot of people ever get to the point because they think it's stupid or they think it's easier. I think, oh, I could just do this, and then I press R one, and then you know, or or not R one, Jesus Christ, or I just. Yeah. I mash on this, and then that's it. But that's really not the case, you know? I just wish people got to the point where they, again, peel back that layer and see what it, what's really behind everything. Because it, mm. it, it was incredible. It's really like... It's like a rhythm game meets Souls game. Right, like, right. It is like a rhythm game. It really so, is.
0: There is definitely a rhythm to it. And, you know, um, I think any fighting game is in a sense, a rhythm game as well, especially a 3D fighting game. Like Tekken, high-level Tekken is all about latching on to your opponent's rhythm when they like to mm-hmm. press buttons, <coughs> when they like to go yeah. high, when they like to, you know, crush or whatever. Um, so yeah, like the, the rhythm of battle, that was really tried. They, they really f- tried to replicate that, which was really mm-hmm. cool. Something um, that whilst we were actually writing the guide, something we really tried to focus on is that, um since there are so many skills and weapons like it's uh, it's very easy for one of these things to be overpowered right yeah. so it it was like it was about going through every boss battle and every encounter and testing every skill and tool to seeing what could be abused and i remember yeah. it was it was like it was one of the final builds before the game came out that you know the the Ashina cross it's, this, it's, it's the one, it's the one um, you get on the Ashina skill set where he kind of does two swipes. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, that, very close to release, that actually kind of trivialized Ishin to a degree. You could use that really? and like, cancel <laughs> it and then do it again, then cancel it and do it again, yeah. cancel it and do it again. Um, so yeah, they, they patched that out. Um, so, you know, it was... It was the, the, the cool thing about writing the guide though was just having to go through all these skills and that's it, cool, man. That's thinking awesome. about it like with a fighting game players mentality is like how can this be yeah. abused like how can yeah. i cancel this <clears throat> in the right way and we really <clears throat> wanted to ensure that yeah you know the game the game you have to play it legit you can't you can't cheese your yeah. way through it because inevitably yeah. in a lot of games like this there is some cheese there is some item there is some skill which you can use in a particular way um to kind of trivialize the game which is unfortunate mm-hmm
1: no you're right you're right but you guys did a you guys did a damn good job man damn good job that's i mean we we, we didn't do but,
0: much we we just wrote the guide and we gave them feedback yeah. on what we thought should yeah. be changed and shouldn't be changed but um yeah like working with from on that you could really see the dedication they have to their craft you know it's, yeah. it's really incredible it's unlike anything else um that's like, why that
1: i guess that's why their games are the way they are you know yeah. i mean like that's what it takes
0: they really are craftsmen and they, they clearly have a real love and passion for what they do. You know, it's um, mm-hmm. you could see it like in the builds. like they would just change the most inconsequential minute <sighs> thing. Cause you know, it must've bugged, bugged Miyazaki. He must've been like, yeah, nah, yeah. That's, that's not the way I saw it. That's not the way I saw yeah. it. And um, yeah. Yeah. He's, a, he's an interesting guy. Like, you know, he obviously he, um, he got, he, he was a reader at first. You know, he was. Um, mm-hmm. He he said he spent a lot of his childhood reading fantasy yeah. books, reading yeah, in English, reading American books. Yeah, You're right that, that he didn't totally um, understand. understand. and it's yep. that sense of mystery which he felt added so much to it. And that DNA, it's 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 present for every single From Software game. Yeah, e- even Sekiro, where I think the weakest point um, of Sekiro is actually the law, because it's told. I much think more. so too. Yeah, it's, it's, I think so too. You agree, right? It's it's much more yeah. linear and straightforward than any other From Software game. But even that, there's a lot where you can read it between the lines.
1: Mm. Yeah, that that is probably I I agree too. Lore wise, I think the game is is the weakest front of Sekiro is is the lore wise. I think, um, but I think everything else again. That's why it's so hard to really rate these games because they. They're all magical. They really are. Like, they're, they're all like I, I just played through three from, like I said, beginning to end. I did the DLC since the first time since probably release. And I'm like, damn, this game was pretty fucking good. Like, I like this. And I, I didn't remember liking it that much. But then I'm like, damn, this is, this is kind of good. You know, like yeah. I, was, I was into it. You know, I was, I, some stuff is maybe a little too rehashed, like a little too much. Oh, like here's just some Dark Souls 1 shit for all you Dark Souls 1 fans out there. But you know, like it's it's not it's not too overbearing. But they're all magical, man. All these games are magical, and I cannot wait for some Elden Ring. Yes, me too.
0: It was I, I believe there was supposed to be a trailer at the upcoming Taipei show, uh, which was canceled due to the coronavirus, and that's been moved to summer. <coughs> so I don't know when the next trailer is coming out.
1: To, yeah, to be frank with you,
0: um, I need I need a
1: gameplay trailer. I just want to see it. I just want to see it.
0: I just want to Maybe- see it. Me too, dude. I, I haven't seen yeah. any I haven't seen any gameplay from it. Like um, you know, um I'm I'm sure they're busy beavering away at the game. Yeah. And um I can't I can't wait to see what comes next, you know? I can't wait. Me um, either. But you know, um I'm generally not a huge fan of open world kind of stuff.
1: Like Yeah, no, me either. That scares me.
0: But but if anyone can do it properly, I'm pretty sure it's wrong.
1: That's true. That is a good point. I am I am afraid of that aspect though. The open world aspect gets me a little nervous, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll indeed. see. Alrighty.
0: Well, dude, um, is there anything you wanna wanna bring up today? Or
1: like um, no, you know, I just uh, I'm 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 glad to do this. You know, we'll probably make this a uh, a regular thing. So make sure everyone uh, follows the challenges. Is there there's social media somewhere, right? For us, somewhere, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Just um, you know my twitter your twitter oh, there's no all one right specific. so
1: it's all up yeah, yeah. okay yeah. cool now i was just going to say just to make sure that, that that stuff was up so you guys know where to follow everybody and all that kind of stuff i will say um we didn't really talk about grand blue too much but i am ah, yeah. doing a very very Yeah, i don't want to make this any longer either i actually got to got to i got to get up in 6 hours i got to go to bed soon i'm an For old sure. man <laughs> um, um but i um the next couple of days if you guys are interested in uh, grand blue fantasy i will be streaming probably from wednesday till Friday I'm actually um, I am I I took off of I worked the weekend so I can take off when the game came out so I'm actually leaving work early on Wednesday to be home for when the game actually releases in Japan which is at ten o'clock in the morning so the stream will start at probably like ten in the morning and then that's just just gonna go on until I don't know I have no idea but um, so if you guys are interested in grand blue uh, do me a favor follow the twitch uh, I Oh, the is the link up up there somewhere? Or do I gotta um Oh, well, you have uh, our stuff. I'm sorry. I'm not oh, yeah. even looking at the chat. No worries, I no see worries. it I see it now. I'm sorry. I'm I, I was confused. Okay, yeah. It's all good It's all the good. The screen is there. It is there. I'm sorry. Again, I didn't know I didn't know you wow, that's <laughs> yeah. a nice layout, man. cheers man. So, cheers, man. so <laughs> you just <laughs> noticed it? You just yeah. noticed yeah. It's a nice so, little layout.
0: Go um, to twitch.tv. This is L I <laughs> Joe. And
1: uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Yeah, so again, if you guys are interested in uh, Gramble, I will be doing like a couple of day long stream. Um, So yeah, that's probably uh, the only thing. And uh, obviously, you know, if you guys want to talk to me or my good buddy, our information is all down there. So we're actually pretty active on Twitter. I think that's probably the most active form of social media for me. So if anyone ever has any questions about anything or whatever, you know, you can always hit us up and uh, that's it. And we'll obviously be doing this a little bit more regularly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's really it.
0: Yeah, I'll probably like try. We're aiming to do this once every two weeks, but if that falls <laughs> yeah. through, maybe every once every two or three weeks, but yeah, fairly regularly. I think the next one we're going to talk about is going to be post Grand Blue. We're going to have a lot to talk about. Yeah. I want to get stuck into it too. It's coming out here in uh, two days, well, actually. Yeah, Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday indeed. Well, you're you're Thursday,
1: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're yeah. Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. It's your tomorrow. It's yeah. my two days away, <laughs> right?
0: Um, so. I'm looking forward to it. I, I uh I haven't played it at all actually, but I've yeah. heard good things about it. Um but I'm sure we'll have plenty to say in two weeks about Grand Blue. I'm excited. you you you've been playing uh Lancelot in the beta? Yeah,
1: in the in the beta I played Lancelot, but I've i honestly I'm I'm hungry. Well, first of all time out. I am a sucker for new fighting games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be it could be two stick figures fighting each other and I don't think it's the coolest shit in the world. So it, yeah, I just want to play a new fighting, game. the last new fighting game that I played was probably Dragon Ball because yeah. like MK11 came out, but MK11 was like MK10. It wasn't much different, if you ask me. So it kind of felt like the same game. This is new. So the the yeah. yeah, this is like a brand new, new you know, new system, new characters, and I don't know shit about Grand Blue. I don't play the uh, the. Uh, yeah, yeah, the uh, the mobile game. So I have no idea what's going on, but I just want to be involved in a new fighting game and, you know, see where it goes and where it takes off. And, you know, I just want to be involved. I want to compete. Like, I, I, I have that urge. And unfortunately, new games are the only ones that kind of give me that urge. So let's see what happens. You know, we're going to have a, there's going to be a bunch of people here, like all the anime FGC heads from New York will be it'll probably going to be like six or seven dudes in my house for the next couple of days. So, but it's going to be pretty cool so um well tune in i'm looking forward forward to it yeah
0: yeah the best time for me in any fighting game is that first couple of weeks where all the tech is new and it's unexplored and it's so the best. yeah there's
1: nothing like it really is it really is the best it really is the best thing ever nothing comes close to that feeling like trying to figure it out and what's going on how do you do this and seeing videos of something like oh this is sick i want to do that and then not knowing what character oh great feelings great feelings
0: absolutely absolutely i can't wait I can't wait one day away yeah. i'm gonna be streaming yeah. it too but uh you should probably tune to this guy's stream if you're having a bunch of the <laughs> the, the, the best anime
1: dudes in new yeah. york all right yeah yeah it's gonna be uh it's, it's gonna be a bunch of us nerds so sounds good we'll be sounds here
0: good. all right well joe it's been such a pleasure having you here take care yes Thank thanks you.
1: man it's a pleasure man pleasure. thanks man take care you see got you next time